Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use a cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust. A non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, why the need for humility? And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey is the founder of the Lucis Trust and Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy. And those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. Only when detachment and humility are present can one really serve. Why is humility so important for spiritual growth? It's one of those essential uh, attributes that the spiritual seeker absolutely has to um, develop in himself. But maybe to begin with, we should talk about what humility is not because I think too many people might be thinking to themselves uh, calling up some image of a kind of Uriah Heep character I don't know what Dickens novel Uriah Heep appeared in maybe it was David Copperfield but that kind of um, self-abnegation and that uh, fawning uh, self-deprecation is not spiritual humility it's not self-abasement because that, in, in fact, often masks a, a deep desire for recognition and a, a real spiritual pride. It's not um, inferiority. It's not uh, an inferiority complex. That, too, can harbor some rather nasty uh, underlayers of resentment and jealousy and uh, a kind of... Um, uh, low-key hatred of those who you think are better or succeeding more or uh, superior in some way. So humility isn't about thinking badly of oneself or or self-abnegation or cultivating a kind of uh, inferiority. It's a sense of 
self-respect, but also a kind of um, adjusted sense of right proportion, to use Alice Bailey's term. People might be saying to themselves, what? But she called humility an adjusted sense of right proportion. And as I was looking through her books to um, see the different references to humility, I found that over and over again, she brings up the fact of the part and its relationship to the whole, the individual and humanity. And in finding that right balance of the individual being and the realization that we are one human species, when you get that right, you've attained humility. Yeah, I think that's necessary if one is really serious about uh, stepping on the path and following a discipleship training and that sort of thing. Uh, this this true humility is, is highly necessary because it demonstrates that um, uh, when true humility is evident, then the little self, the little ego, the little personal self is kind of gets out of the way. And as long as that little ego is in the way, uh, then there is a tendency there to uh, uh, say, kind of say, look at me, I am, I am serving, I am so humble, and uh, I am all this and that, and aren't I a great person <clears throat> because I am so humble. <laughs> but um, that that's really the false humility, and, mm -hmm. and it's the little self calling out for attention, really. So that's really not humility in the true spiritual sense. We recently did a series mm -hmm. of programs on the plan, and um, referring to the plan mm -hmm. might also uh, help explain what spiritual humility is. The plan, as we said in our discussion of it, doesn't have to do with the plans that an individual, any one of us, might make for our own lives or what we want to contribute to the world, our gift to the world, so to speak. That's not the plan. The plan, as it's understood spiritually, is the plan of God for the world at the present time. And when the focus is on that all-comprehensive plan, one realizes that everyone and every living being has something to contribute to that plan and that in fact the plan depends upon the the coming to fuller awareness of every living thing and that's again coming back to this sense of right perspective of a an adjusted sense of right proportion when one begins to understand that the plan includes all of us then you are more willing to be just a tiny part playing your role in a greater whole. And that attitude, Alice Bailey says, never leaves one. Even the great beings known as the spiritual hierarchy, the masters of the wisdom, remain always aware of their place within the whole and of the great extension of life, you could say, that extends beyond them. There are always those beings who are ahead of us on the, on the path and light the way for us. And there are always those beings who are behind, <clears throat> behind us and whom we can therefore help. And that's humility, the recognition that we just are at one particular point with some ahead of us, some behind us. And 
willingness to occupy that place and not stand in the place of someone else or resent them for it. Mm. Yes, usually the uh, <clears throat> you'll see people that display a sense of false humility. They will <clears throat> be so uh, humble or they will appear so humble and self-depreciation and depreciating and so uh, in the inferiority complex will be very strong and that um, as we said that, that that just gives the uh, they're hoping for the appearance of, in, of humility but it's really uh, the little self that is trying to appear that way and it's not really humility at all it's not in the true sense not in the spiritual sense because um, it is still the little self that is standing in the way. And uh, that, that little self has to stand aside. And once you learn how to do that, once you learn to get your little self out of the way and allow the soul energies to come through, then you become that channel, that disinterested, that de detached channel for the energies of the soul, the energies of love to flow into the world. Alice Bailey said something really interesting along that line. She said that humility must always accompany a spiritual self-respect that forbids the seeker from standing anywhere upon the path except in his rightful place. And recognition of that status of where one stands, she said, is purely a personal matter, not something you talk about with others. And not something that you make claims about or that you uh, uh, abuse yourself for your imagined failure. You are where you are. Each of us is at some particular point in our spiritual development. The only thing that really matters is if we can look a bit further ahead and see what our next step is and take all the... Um, necessary steps we, we must to move forward in consciousness. That's what really counts. If we're making an effort and really trying to move forward in our spiritual understanding, all is well. Right. I think the truly human, <coughs> the truly um, humble person will be silent about his own position. Mm. And on the if path. they're not, that's if they're not, then that's a dead <laughs> giveaway. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're not as humble as you think you are. Yeah. And uh, it's it's the person that doesn't even mention it or doesn't even draw attention to himself that just goes about serving and doing what he is set upon to do, the work that he is supposed to do, and uh, never mind about uh, making claims or or demonstrating how. How humble you are, because uh, uh, the more you, the more draw your attention to yourself, the sure it is that uh, you are not what you claim to be. If we try to think mm. of the people we've known in our lives and worked mm. with, if we can identify those people that struck us as particularly humble, we might realize that they were the people that went about fulfilling their duty, their responsibilities, without a lot of self-focus and without a lot of um, need for recognition or uh, appreciation or um, honoring of any sort. 
They simply did what was in front of them to do. And that kind of example of humility can be very inspiring because they make no demands upon life or uh, upon the people around them. There's a kind of self-acceptance in those people that, as Alice Bailey said, is in a way a sign of self-respect, of spiritual self-respect. This particular task is given to me, therefore I will do it to the best of my ability. That is an indication of a uh, a recognition of self-worth, but not of um, wanting praise or appreciation or uh, a special status. So, what Alice Bailey is trying to say about spiritual humility, I think, is that we discover it in losing the focus uh, on ourselves and the turning of that focus onto the plan and human need. All of us can look around us in our environment and see need. Surely we can. And if we focus on how we best can contribute to the meeting of that need, then we get out of our our ways, so to speak, and we get out of the spotlight. And then the energies can flow. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, our topic for today, Why the Need for Humility. And we have an offer from Lucis Publishing Company. I think you'll enjoy it very much should you uh, should you buy it. It's uh, a booklet called The Golden Thread. It's by Natalie Banks, a student of Alice Bailey. And the price is very low. It's only $7. And with that, you get free shipping and handling if you mention Inner Sight. Just a little notation that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. Uh, well, what, what can we say about the golden uh, the golden thread? Well, it's it's a brief but thoughtful introduction to the spiritual to the spiritual life, and it traces the origins of the ageless wisdom to ancient world religions and myths of both East and West. Uh, the book is an excellent introduction to the spiritual philosophy, as written in the 24 books by Alice Bailey. So many of you have always expressed interest whenever Sarah and Dale talk about the ageless wisdom. So you'll learn something about the uh, the roots and the origins of the ancient ageless wisdom, and also you'll uh, you'll get uh, a definition of what the ageless wisdom is, and uh, you'll be able to explore on a little explore it in a little greater depth uh, than you have heard about it on this show. Of course, the, the greatest thing is to go into the depth of the 24 books by Alice Bailey. But right now, this is a wonderful way to start. The booklet is called The Golden Thread by Natalie Banks, student of Alice Bailey, $7. And if you'd like to take advantage of this author, this offer, uh, please send a check or money order to Lucis Publishing Company, Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's check or money order, $7. Ask for... The Golden Thread, send it a uh, check or money order, $7, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And once again, free shipping if you mention Inner Sight. That you, that's where you heard it from. Uh, we also want to express our appreciation uh, for your support. Many of you have uh, sent donations, both large and small. They are tax deductible, by the way. And if you'd like to continue supporting us, uh, we'd appreciate it. That's what uh, enables us to stay on the sh- uh, on the air and 
continue doing these shows. So send all donations to Lucis Trust, L-U-C-I-S for Lucis, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. If you'd like to get in touch with us for any reason, uh, by phone, you can certainly do so. A lot of people call because they want a general package of information about Lucis Trust, and we're happy to send it out to them. And they call for other reasons, too. If you'd like to reach us, call us at 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. Easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. All of our Inside programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website, also so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. I was thinking, Sarah, you were mentioning, and I think Dale might have um, said something too about that. I got the feeling that um, that we are all, all of humanity, each individual is on the per- at, the, at the perfect spot on the path spiritually. Uh, could you say a little bit more about that? Well, it's um, said that we are uh, where we need to be and things are basically as they should be. And I think what that means is that we are all situated to take our next step, whatever that might be. But it's up to us to recognize what that might be. The conditions we're in, even though we might not like them or even choose them if we had the ability to choose our conditions, they do represent a um, culmination of energies and forces that we have set in motion that have led us to a particular point in our development and that provide within them the very conditions we need to move forward in consciousness. And cultivating an understanding of that, I think, can really reveal the way out of a present uh, impasse. It might seem like an impasse, but it is possible to move out of it if we begin to think a little more creatively about our circumstances and what they are telling us. Most of us are so attached to certain conditions we put on our lives and on what we expect from our relationships and so on. And the opening uh, thought for this program touched on that only when detachment and humility are present can one really serve, Alice Bailey said. It seems to me that those two qualities, detachment and humility, are absolutely indispensable if one is going to develop spiritually. We could say if if you don't learn how to let go, if you aren't going to cultivate detachment, life is going to break you. And if you don't learn humility, life is going to force you to bend. Yes, and it isn't when you let go of one thing, it's it's good to have something else to grab onto, <laughs> you know, to kind of save you. But And that's where the uh, energies and the factor of the soul comes in because it's, it's, it's really a replacement in a sense. Uh, you detach 
from the um, all the mundane world of the of the personality life and attach yourself more towards those those higher spiritual qualities of the soul and let those come into your life and reflect and illuminate your your mind and let them flow through you and the more that you can do that you you will find uh, more of your problems being taken care of you're not uh, you're going to be butting your head against the wall so much and I think that's uh, uh, detachment as you say is a is the most uh, crucial element here well I think certain personality types figure this out in a way that allows them to just gradually learn to let go and ride uh, more easily in the saddle so to speak other personality types have to run their head into the brick wall repeatedly uh, to learn the need for detachment and humility. We are all different in those uh, respects. And in fact, there's um, one of the labors of Hercules in Greek mythology touches on the the harder way of learning. Hercules um, was forced to vanquish the nine-headed hydra in one of his labors. And he repeatedly thought he had beaten down this hideous monster hissing and uh, and um, uh, spewing um, flames from his nostrils and all. He thought he had beaten him to death only time and again for this monster to rise up and reappear. That's where the um, idea of the nine-headed hydra comes in. Every time he cut off one of its heads, another one appeared. And that's all symbolic of the personality and the lower nature. Every time we think we have uh, subdued it, wrong, there it is again, uh, popping up in another uh, guise. Only finally, when he learned to kneel and hold the hydra high overhead in the light of mind, did he finally um, totally vanquish it. And there's a great spiritual lesson in that. His teacher told him, we rise by kneeling, we conquer by surrendering, we mm-hmm. gain by giving up. Those are all attributes of the humble spirit. And of course, kneeling is a um, symbolic gesture of humility. Mm-hmm. It's, recognizing, uh, it, it's recognizing where you are and, and the truth of your abilities. And um, it's, it's, it's being truthful to your abilities and also to your debits as it says because that's one of the uh, uh, qualities of of attaining this true humility is truthful to yourself and truthful recognition of assets as well as debits as the, the good parts of you and, and the um, not so good parts I wonder if that's why the Lord's Prayer say, <coughs> says forgive us our debtors as we forgive those who no, what, uh, as we forgive, forgive our debts as, as we forgive our those, debtors. Yeah. I learned the trespass business, so I'm a little caught on the yeah. word debtor. <laughs> the same thing. Right. But the moment, uh, the moment, uh, the, what mm. I'm gathering from this discussion is that the moment we give for the purpose of seeming like a generous person, mm. we've lost all spiritual progress. We've canceled it out. Okay, so it's, it's mm. more or less like the famous philosopher, French philosopher Nietzsche mm. said when he said, the tr- true essence of life is to be, not to seem. <laughs> yes, exactly. To be, not yeah. to seem. And there's a gap. Mm. And 
I think awareness of that gap is part of what makes the spiritual seeker suffer because he's acutely aware that he knows intellectually so much more than he is capable of really being. Right, and it says humility, also one of the statements from Alice Bailey says that humility is one of the most potent factors in releasing the illuminating power of the mind as it re- reflects and transmits the light of the soul. And <clears throat> so that is another reason for cultivating this, this uh, quality of humility, true humility, because it's a releasing factory. It releases you from all the pain and suffering uh, that one tends to encounter in the uh, personality life, in the personality world. It also releases one from conflict. Um, I was thinking that most of us who have some sense of um, confidence in our knowledge and our abilities are not very good at apologizing when we've done wrong. Have you ever noticed that? The really, truly humble people are much better at it than the more knowledgeable, capable ones are. More knowledgeable going to denial, I think. Yeah. (laughs) And that lack of ability to apologize means we carry our wrongs, our mistakes with us as a burden. And this release you speak of comes through the humility to acknowledge, I was wrong, I'm sorry. When you do that, often the other person is immediately gracious and grateful to have the recognition that you were wrong. That's all they ask for. And that's, I think, why Alice Bailey said, let humility and strength be your gift to others. When we can acknowledge our own errors, we are making a gift to somebody. We're building a bridge over what could have been a conflict. Right, and we we go back to what we said in the beginning, the truly humble person will not speak with self-depreciation or false modesty or show any inferiority complex of any kind. He will likely remain silent about his particular status, and uh, that's what gives him the status of true humility. There's another interesting um, aspect to humility that perhaps we should close with, and it has to do with the need for spiritual compromise, which is one of the major um, attributes of the spiritual seeker, the ability to compromise in a spiritual way rather than to insist upon certain ideals that absolutely have to be met. There's a great art in knowing when to compromise And Alice Bailey said that the seeker who is most dependable is one who, in periods of change, can preserve that which is good and fundamental and yet release the past and let go that which is dispensable. She said an attitude of spiritual compromise is right, needed, and very rare to find. And so often the points that we argue with about and the stands we take on supposed principle really have to do with things that aren't truly essential. But we don't have the humility of spirit to recognize that that which we thought was so important and which we insisted upon is in fact something we could let go of for the greater good of the goal we're trying to meet. When you apply that in group work, it can really unleash a flow of spiritual energy. Try it. Please take advantage of our our offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the uh, booklet,
title of which is The Golden Thread by Natalie Banks, a student of Alice Valley. It's only $7. as free shipping and handling if you mention that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. And it's a little pricey about the uh, book. Uh, with, well, it's a, uh, it's a brief but thoughtful introduction to the spiritual life. And it traces the origins of the ageless wisdom to ancient world religions and myths of both East and West. It's also an excellent introduction to the spiritual philosophy as written in the 24 books by Alice Belly. So, uh, to order, uh, just send a check or money order. $7 is all you need to send to Lucis, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that?